the city of 100 Hellos, Brooks, Alberta, Canada. This is the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kassim. Hi, I'm Barry Morishita, Mayor of the City of Brooks. We need your help. COVID-19 has hit us hard. We need to take a stand to fight this virus together and keep everyone safe. We ask you to take the advice of experts, wash your hands, keep your distance, wear a mask, and follow all the rules. Stay home if you can. We all look forward to returning to some normalcy. The sooner the better. Let's get through this together and do the right thing. Welcome to Global Village Broadcast today. We, this is Ahmed Kasim, your host of the program. We have our uh, fire chief uh, today. Uh, we are very honored to have him, Chief Kevin uh, Swanson. Welcome to the program, uh, Chief uh, Kevin Swanson. Thank you very much, Ahmed. Tell us a, a bit about yourself, Jeff. Uh, uh, very good. Uh, I was born in Brooks. Uh, lived here all my life. When I was a young uh, uh, child, there was not quite 3,000 people in Brooks. And now there's about 15,000. So I've seen a lot of change. I uh, lived on the same street as Bill Prentice still lives now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that is fantastic. I think you are the first person that uh, several of the new, several of the local people we had uh, as a guest. Most of them came from Saskatchewan and other places to Brooks. Mm. Yeah, I've just been there to visit. There you go. So, tell us about the uh, the Brooks Fire Department. Well, like the city of Brooks, the Brooks Fire Department is. Uh, maybe just about uh, 200, or 110 years old. So it's been around for a long time. We've always been a volunteer fire department. And that means that uh, the firefighters, although they're trained professionally, mm-hmm. um, they have their own jobs. So they go to work at a grocery store, a welding shop, uh, uh, any local business. Uh, they carry a two-way radio. And uh, when they're asked... To respond to a, an emergency and they're able to do so they come down to the fire hall safely and they get on a fire truck and they respond to an emergency call we see uh, over 300 calls a year and for the last uh, eight years that was that had been over 400 calls in a year uh, this particular year is an exception uh, where this in 2020 we responded to 330 four calls, which is down about 100 calls from the year before, and it's actually an eight-year low. So we haven't been that slow uh, for the last eight years. And you know the reason why then? Well, uh, part of it would be uh, uh, the COVID and uh, the lack of extra activities in the Brooks area, right? Not so many things for the public to do. Uh, And uh, we've had very mild weather Uh, in the summertime. uh, When we needed rain, we got rain. So we really didn't have any grass fires to fight. Wow, okay. But uh, other than that, I think it would just be uh, across the board, uh, things being quieter. And in the summertime, typically, if it's not COVID, uh, there's kids from school, they're at home, the parents are at work. Sometimes the kids uh, get into a little bit of trouble. Yeah. But in the COVID world, uh, the kids go 
you know, they have to stay at home, but at least one of their parents is at home too. So they're not uh, able to uh, cause as much uh, 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 m- don't affect us quite as much. Yeah, and I think that that is also a um, uh, yeah, COVID was major effect, but hopefully that uh, continues that way and uh, we'll have less fires in, in Brooks area. Right. Can anyone volunteer to the fire department? Yes, uh, absolutely. And we encourage it. Uh, it is important that they have a vehicle and that they have a driver's license. And the reason for that is simply that they do need uh, to respond to the fire hall when there's an emergency and and uh, time is of the essence. So, you know, if they live across town and don't have a vehicle or a driver's license, how are they going to make it to the fire hall? But if they have a vehicle, a driver's license, and that they're willing to uh, work hard, train hard, mm-hmm. uh, we're willing to take them on. Uh, the the application process is uh, there's an application form that you can access online or in person, either at City Hall or the Fire Hall. Uh, you fill that document out and uh, submit it to us. And uh, when it's time for us to do a hiring process, uh, we will contact all of those people and they can come down and they can try out. And when they come to try out, there's there's three stages. There's an interview process, so we get to know you you get to know us. Yeah. Uh, there's physical physical fitness component, so that we know that you're physically capable to do the job. Mm-hmm. It's not superhuman. It's not meant to be that way. It's just we want to make sure that uh, that you are uh, physically fit to a standard uh, that you could do the job. Yeah. And um, the third one is a is a written exam. It's problem solving and it's uh, simply for us to have another venue to grade you. Uh, When there's openings in the fire department, there are much more people that want to join the fire department Mm -hmm. than we have openings for. So we need to have a a fair way of evaluating uh, who gets brought on in which order. And typically we do a hiring process once a year. Uh, Typically it's in January. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're in January now, and because there's COVID, uh, we can't have a hiring uh, process anyway. Mm -hmm. And having said that, uh, we don't really have any vacancies. So at this time, we don't have any vacancies, but we encourage people that are interested in joining the fire department to do so at any time. And we just keep uh, your application on file until there's an opening. We give you a call. If things have changed in your life and you're not able to uh, uh, try out with us, that's just fine. That is fantastic. Uh, so the uh, the the fire department from Brooks do do you respond also outside Brooks area to the county? Yes, we're responsible for what the county says is divisions five and ten. Mm-hmm. You can't physically see it, but. Uh, it's an area that surrounds uh, the city of Brooks. Okay. And of course, uh, there's uh, uh, things called mutual aid, which means that if uh, Dutch is Rosemary, uh, Tilly, Scandia, if any, anybody in the county of Newell uh, asks us to help them with an emergency scene, yeah. 
uh, we're more than happy to, to go out there and, and help them as well. And I would like to add that uh, we had a large fire yesterday and we needed help. So we called for mutual aid and Dutchess came and helped us. Fantastic. And they were, they were a huge help and we were muchly appreciated for uh, them to come and help us out. Fantastic. So you do have that great relationship with the uh, surrounding areas. Yes. In the city of Brookston County of Newell, the fire departments work very well together and we train together. So uh, when when their specialized courses take place, everybody's invited. So it doesn't matter which fire department you're on, you're more than welcome to come and join us and take part. And I think uh, we've been doing that for over 20 years. And I think that's just done nothing but uh, give great uh, working relationships between all the fire departments. Wow, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. I think that will be uh, something that other parts of uh, the province can take as a, uh, so they can implement their areas. Yeah. That's something to be proud of. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the, the, volunteers, the volunteers that you have within the uh, fire department, you do have diversity one. It's also from the newcomers population, I think. Oh, yes, very much so, and we're ever so appreciative of that. Um, I can't tell you the number of times that we go to calls and uh, there's a language barrier, and yet we have somebody on the fire department that speaks that language. Um, Also, just uh, the visual. Uh, Sometimes uh, people uh, seeing uh, people from the same culture uh, tends to put them at rest and know that uh, they're being well cared for. Yeah. Yeah. That is fantastic. No, I think yeah, that's we think good. it's wonderful. Yeah, that's what we call uh, the city of 100 hallows. Yes, yes. Okay. Has the COVID-19 affected your work? Oh, yes. I don't think it's affected us any differently than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are considered an emergency service. Yeah. And so we have to be extra careful that uh, that we don't catch the covid and then we're put out of commission and then we can't help people yeah so we are we are very very careful that we have uh, protocols and policies in place that help protect us Mm -hmm. to keep us safe in a covid world yeah and having said that uh, the moment that we instituted them we didn't have any grief or aggravation from any of our volunteer firefighters Uh, they stepped up and understood the responsibility completely and uh, we're continuing that uh, uh, to this day. Well, that's good. That's uh, that's uh, uh, for for your protocol and to be safe will help the community, so you can reach out just in case. God forbid, we have something. Mm-hmm. Have you have any advice to our audience as to how best to prevent the spread of COVID nineteen in the community? Oh, yes. It's very simple, straightforward. I think everybody's heard it before, but it rings true. Wash your hands, wear a mask, social distance, uh, limit your size of gatherings, uh, stay at home as most of, most of the time as, as you can, as time permits. And if you do have to work, follow all the safety protocols that are in place at your uh, place of employment. Well said. That's fantastic. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, 
the the good news is we uh, there's a uh, vaccine yes. available. So that's the good news for the uh, uh, we have a light at the end of the tunnel and good days are ahead of us. Uh, the problem is some of the people still, uh, according to the, um, uh, they would not take the vaccine due to uh, misinformation, disinformation through the social media that nobody knows what's, what to believe nowadays. So mm -hmm. uh, what would you, how do you see that to indicate the average people, whether they are local or newcomers in terms of um, the vaccine and uh, how best we can indicate so they will be uh, able to take the vaccine when available by them to themselves and to their families? Right. Absolutely. No, uh, from all indications that we're told through the, the scientists and the health departments that the vaccine is entirely safe. Yeah. And we know that uh, if, if we get vaccinated, that we can no longer be carriers and we can no longer get sick. And it makes sense that the more people that get vaccinated, uh, <clears throat> the less, excuse me, the less chance uh, people uh, will will get sick or uh, pass the the virus on to someone else. But yes, I I, I understand completely. Uh, people are concerned for their health, and uh, they're looking for people that they trust uh, to uh, assure them that the vaccine is safe. So, um, although we might feel that it's safe or know it's safe, uh, we need to continue to impress upon people that that is our understanding from the healthcare professionals and the scientists that uh, the vaccine will do nothing but good for our community. Fantastic. Uh, well said. And I think uh, also, Chief, uh, uh, don't believe everything that you read or you see through the social media. If you need the facts, please uh, uh, visit the website of Alberta Health Services or or Health Canada and get the fact sheets from those uh, agencies. Absolutely, that is that is so true. Uh, there are uh, web websites, like you said, Alberta Health Services or the Canadian government that that have factual information and that's where information should be gathered from. Absolutely. Okay. So as a director of emergency, if the vaccine is available today, would you take the vaccine, you and your family? Yes, I most certainly would take the vaccine. If it was uh, my turn uh, to take it, I would uh, roll up my sleeve and uh, uh, grin and bear it and take that needle. Absolutely, without uh, hesitation. There you go. There you go. Me too. We'll definitely take the vaccine as well as the as well as well as, well as uh, my family and anyone that uh, I know. We recommend the vaccine is safe according to uh, scientists, health services, uh, Alberta Health Services, and Health Canada. So please uh, visit to those uh, respected uh, websites and get all the uh, factual information. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Chief uh, uh, Kevin, and thanks you and your team for everything that you're doing for the community. I think uh, uh, it's it's very important for the uh, not only the fire department but also the emergency uh, 
and essential health service as well as the police and others. We uh, highly appreciate it, uh, the, um, those who sacrifice for the betterment of the safety of the community and uh, our hearts are off um, to you and your uh, colleagues and fire department and other uh, emergency services and we uh, hope you will continue for years to come and uh, highly appreciated your uh, positive contribution. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. And we will play that song, uh, I think. Uh, Bring a fire. Bring fire. So we will play that uh, song after your interview. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us the broadcast today. And we hope to invite you soon next time. Until then, thank you very much and have a fantastic day. Great. Thank you very much, everyone. Appreciate your time. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames taste of love is sweet when the hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child oh but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down 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 and the flames went higher Hello, I am Molly Douglas, Reeve of the County of Newell. We need your help. COVID-19 has hit us hard. We need to take a stand to fight this virus together to keep everyone safe. We ask that you take the advice of experts, wash your hands, keep your distance, wear a mask in public places, and follow all the rules. Stay home if you can. We all look forward to returning to some normalcy. Let's get through this together and do the right thing. 
Thank you. This has been the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kasim. For more information, go to globalvillagecenter.ca.